Slack Guy. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to another episode of the Sly Guy podcast, the people's podcast, the podcast and the official sponsor of the Olympic Games in Tokyo 2020. Um, And just everyone's favourite way to spend their free time. How are we all doing? I am overjoyed this week, to be honest. I am very pleased because during the last week, I lost my voice. Now, um, in a normal scenario, if I lost my voice, people would be kind of rejoicing, a little bit happy that that's happened. Um, but myself, obviously, in the the way the world is at the minute, in the in the midst of a global pandemic, my first thought was, oh no, I've got COVID. And um, I did a test. I'm COVID-free, baby. I'm vaxxed up. I'm ready to go. But I worried for a bit and I, was, I lost my voice and I was not able to do stand-up comedy last week because I couldn't speak. Now, that was a problem, but thankfully no issues and I'm here my voice is I mean I can nearly sing again <laughs> can't can't hit the notes I usually could hit I'll be honest but at least I can speak at least I can do the podcast and I can still do a really good Macy Gray impression um, if Macy Gray's listening I'm sorry I tried um, but yeah I'm relieved I'm relieved I didn't have COVID it was terrifying by the way thinking I might have it and I don't know maybe if anyone else has either had it or is afraid of it and their first thought is rather than oh no I've got COVID I could be really sick is oh no I've got COVID I'm going to have to stay in my house and can't do things anymore is that what what a lot of people feel Ben see if you got symptoms would that be the first thing you would think or would you think about your health first and foremost yeah my thing was I, I have shit to do you know and I mean that was my first thought oh no not that hey I'm an overweight asthmatic guy and I probably will die. It was, oh no, I've got stuff I need to do, shit I need to get done. And thankfully, I got my test done, I'm double vaxxed and I'm okay. Now, one thing that has been annoying me in the last week is the amount of like, you know, you know, this is the thing. I know we've said this on the podcast before. It's probably like flogging a dead horse by this stage. I don't like sea swimmers. Now, to get to the bottom of why, I don't like them. It's not so much the actual act of swimming in the sea. That's fine. It's the incessant need and desire to tell people you're doing it. To maybe not even be swimming in the sea. To just be wading up to your knees, but yet get a three-minute video for Instagram to put it online like you're mad. You know, oh, I'm mad. That's what annoys me. And the same sort of vibe I'm seeing about vaccines at the minute now. Here's the thing, people are putting things up saying, oh, vaccines are the government doing this, doing that. You know, that's fine. If that's what you think, that's fine. You don't have to be mad. You know, you don't have to be a real mad bastard and post a big status up about how you're so tuned in and everyone else is stupid. Here's a newsflash about the government. They've been fucking everybody for years. You know, it's not a new thing. The government, fuck people. Hey, you either go, oh, no, this is a revelation. They're trying to get, let's work it. Or else you just go, hey, is what it is, let's just deal with it, let's just put Vaseline in our wee bum holes and let's just make it easier on ourselves. That's the way I look at it. Now, some people are, like, losing the rag if people get vaccinated or not get vaccinated. You know, that's up to yourself. For me, I'm vaccinated. I'm the double vaccination man. I'm ready to go. Would I get a third vaccination if it was any any more? Yes, I would, and I wouldn't care. And again, here's the thing. Ben, you're vaccinated. Are you double vaccinated now, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, and, and you, do you feel more... Peace of mind that you are? Today, yes. Yes. What does that mean? Yesterday, not a good day? Yes, it wasn't a good day. No, what was wrong with you? How did you feel after your second vaccination? Not very well. And what were some of the symptoms you had? Headache, chills, sore stomach. I mean, that's not good at the best of times. Were you drinking the night before? Is it possible you may have had a hangover? Okay, so yeah, it's not nice. I luckily enough didn't have any of those kind of symptoms, but I just think everyone needs to chill out about it. I think if people want to get it, get it. If you don't want to get it, hey, that's your choice. You know, I remember seeing a thing during the week of someone being like, listen, getting the vaccine is just like wearing a seatbelt. You know, it's not going to necessarily stop you from having it, but it'll help, you know. So at the same token that if you don't get it, you know, that's your freedom, your choice, whatever. But if other people want to insist upon wearing masks in places or want you to have a COVID, that's their prerogative too. And if they want, that's fine. I'm fine with that as well. For me personally, will I still be wearing a mask? Yes, absolutely. Because A, I don't want to get anything. 
and B, I don't want to spread anything, even if that's just cold or anything. Generally speaking, I just feel like it's a more healthier place when you're wearing your whatever, you know, and that's my opinion. And do I feel like I am a prisoner because I have to put a little bit of cloth across my face for two minutes to go and buy a jug of milk? No, I don't. But again, that's my opinion. And I'm happy to take my directive from people who are smarter than me. See if the doctors are telling you you need to take something, it's better for you, hey, I'll take it. See if scientists are telling you to take it, hey, I'll take it. Now, people are like, oh, no, the scientists work for the government. You know, they, Don't be at that. Remember after the Second World War, all the Nazi guys that were just out there like coming up with like um, potions and like ways to mur- ways to murder people. After that, the government was like, "Listen, these guys, well, we shouldn't kill them because we they, we could use their their brains that are smarter than our brains for good. So let's forget what but use that. So to me, I'm thinking, listen, people that are smarter, you got to take on board what they're saying. Now for those, it'll be like, oh no, but the vaccine is a way of tagging you and watching you. What about all the other vaccines you've just already had? Surely that would be the best way to get, like, when you're a baby, you get vaccinations, like, after, what, eight weeks or something, Ben? You know, you get straight in, into them, you get your MMR jabs, you get your BCGs, I don't even know what that is, but I've got it, and I've got a wee scar and all. It is what it is. So I think, obviously, there are other ways for the government to to try to keep tabs on you, and I don't know what the government would, what ploy the government would have for a lot of people who are saying getting vaccinated is a bad idea. I think the only thing the government would make, if there was another world war, I think the government would send those guys kind of first to just test the no man's. You guys go first, okay, because you're, go. You know, I think that's where we're at. And I just think, you know, the the, the stupidity of some people to, to just think it's, I don't know, maybe it's a maybe the pandemic's making people lose their mind. I don't know. But for me, I'm happy to take it. You know, I already feel the government are doing us enough as it is. Plus, if you're talking about freedom and you don't want to, cons- you know, if you're, one of these, if you're mad to go sea swimming and you're mad to not get vaccinated, you're such a mad guy. You know, you're, you're also, bear in mind, funding the government that you hate so much by any time you buy anything with your tax. So, you know, anything you buy, cigarettes, booze, you know, that's all going to the government to support them to get you anyway. So just enjoy it, you know. It's like if you're going to go down in a fl- in a in a feeling in a in a crashing airplane, you know, just stick on some fucking Ness and Dorman, go out of the bang. You know, it's you're all fucked anyway. So just try and do that. Same way if people don't want to have vaccination passports, you know, don't get them. But also at the same time, don't expect to get in to somewhere that's like, oh you need one of these passports to get in. Same way if I wanted to go to like the Czech Republic and they're like oh you need your passport to get in here it's like I fucking dare you take my freedom away by having rules to get into your country you bastards I'd just be like oh well sweet don't go to Czech Republic you know so either if you want if you want to go everywhere get your vaccinations get your passport game over stop talking about social media mind your own business get out of my face I don't care fuck off there you go guys welcome to the podcast hopefully we're all feeling good i'm double vaccinated i'm buzzing about it i don't care if you get vaccinated or not i think it would be wise if you did but i don't care so don't share on facebook don't get in my face don't bother do whatever you want but keep it to yourself what about that say swim if you want stop putting the same videos always on social media you know be, don't go bike riding. I was going to say be a cyclist. Now, fuck those guys. You're too slow on the road. If you're a cyclist and you're on the road, go the speed limit. So if I'm behind a cyclist on a road, um, on a dual carriageway, Ben, what's the speed limit on a dual carriageway? Like 60? Sure. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck, it might be 60. Might be, who gives a fuck? But if you're on a, on a dual carriageway, you go 60 to 70. You, that's the speed you need to go on a bike. If you're on just a regular road, if, now here, I, not to be specific, if you're on the Sea Cliff Road and Bangor on a bike, which is a one way road, do 30 miles an hour. You know, do 30 miles an hour or just turn your bike to the hard left and go into the sea. That's my recommendation. Even if you're not posting on social media, don't fucking do that. I hate those guys. Fucking. Oh. Why am I so annoyed? I, I started off so positive that I could speak and now I'm just the opinion man again, giving off, ranting about stuff off the bat. See, see people, like have one thing I've found during the pandemic above all else is there's people that you look at and you actually think to yourself, I would like to unfriend you. Not from, just generally. 
because there's stupid idiotic opinions on everything. And another thing's pissing me off this week. Ben, do you have any? Are you a member of any WhatsApp groups, like with your mates or anything? Yeah, and a lot of family ones. Yeah, and a lot of family ones. Well, you know what I do whenever I'm in a family WhatsApp? Exit group, because fuck my family. No, um, I just find I'm in a group chat with 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 comedians. Now, there are moments within the like there's a there's a few group chats okay just to put out there I don't want to I don't want to um encapsulate everybody and put them all on it but there is um there is a core WhatsApp group which is it's a happy place it's a place where you can just be a bitch and you can just have a nice time then there's a wider group which has a lot more folk in it but for some reason in the last number of weeks there have been videos being sent in to this WhatsApp group of just, I mean, <clears throat> let me think about Just of people being playing ass murdered in real life. You know, things like that. Gross videos. There was, it all started with the with the value cabs video. I know everyone's seen it. That's That's been talked about to death. But obviously that guy's going to court now because it was pretty sly what he did. But, don't want to dwell, dwell on that particular story because old news. But after that, that was kind of the gateway. That was the cannabis into further videos from certain people that I'm just looking at going, why do I want to see this? There was one video, I'll be honest, I am terrified of heights. There are things that I am frightened of. Heights is number one. Also Michael Myers from Halloween, number two. Now I've had an irrational fear of him for a number of years and if you actually, now as a full grown adult man in his mid thirties, I have rationally looked at the case of Michael Myers. I'm no longer afraid of him because he specifically ha- has taken umbrance with his sister in America. You know, he's an issue with her. He's got an issue with his family. He just wants to deal with it himself. That's fine. Do what you may. Families all have little disagreements. Isn't that right, Ben? Families have disagreements. Some of them deal with them in different ways. So Michael Myers deals with his how he wants. I always thought for some reason he's going to come and get me. So I thought once he had, you know, even the score with his sister in Haddonfield, Illinois, he would go, now she's done, I'll tell you what I can do, try and get a fucking Aer Lingus over to, to Belfast and get the train down to Bangor and go kill Davy in the middle of the night? No, he's not going to bother start doing that. That was an irrational fear. I'm not scared of that. What I am afraid of is heights. Specifically, people falling from heights. Even more specifically, people I love or myself falling from heights. Another thing I'm terrified of is the thought of seeing anyone jumping from a height or trying to kill it. Terrifies me, the thought of any. Gives me the willies. Hate it. Knees go weak. Terrible. Whenever I was a young boy, I went on a rugby tour with my school to South Africa. They wanted us to go on top of Table Mountain. I cried in the cable car on the way up, 16 years old. Then they were like, we need a photo, sort of standing around the edge. I crawled on my hands and knees and I sat at the front because I'm not scared of heights. Right? That scares me. So in this group, there's a video coming through and it was like, LOL. Right? So you think, oh, this will be funny. Then as soon as you go into it, it's a man hanging out of about a fourth floor window. Instantly I go, don't want to see this. Then I decide that's my choice to not watch this video. I don't want to see a guy probably fall to his death. Not um, being content with merely sending a video. A picture arrives. Turns out the guy didn't die. What he did, he fell from the floor or from the from the fourth floor and like landed his arm on a spike. And his arm right through his arm graphic like you can see everything his arms broke there's just and I thought to myself I don't want to see this that is disgusting that is too far then a series of other sort of these type of videos happen like there was a, one appeared of this of, of an alligator with a person in its mouth a dead person who's clearly drowned so you look at that going my first thought's not oh this is hilarious is that's somebody who's got a family and they're going to be really fucking sad about this hate it and then the last one that I just decided now I have to say I don't like this anymore please stop this or I will leave the group probably is it was a video that was a CCTV video which was quite recent by the way it was this year and it looked like initially when I watched it I thought it was one of the comedians because it looked like him in the video and he was doing some not the comedian but this guy was doing um a bit, a bit of the sex. It looked like in a hotel room. It looked like there was a guy doing a wee bit of, bit of some love making. I thought, oh no, why he sent this? But as 
within a couple of seconds, another a third man bursts into the room. And, I mean, the roundabout way of saying it is stabbed someone to death, murdered them. And I stopped watching it. But then I started, started thinking, that affected me. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? I don't want to see actual... Like, in movies, you know it's fake. You know, like, that's... Like, Ben, those movies you watch where it's like, oh, the stepmom comes into the room and's like, oh, you're, the stepson, your room's really dirty. If you make sure you put the clothes that I iron and washed away... There's a BJ in it for you, and then proceeds to happen. You know, I know that's what you're. Cause we screen share, by the way. When I just, I see what he's watching, um, and it's just that's fine because you know it's acting, you know it's fake. But when you see something, it's like I don't want to see someone genuinely being killed ever. Horrendous. And then it got me thinking, like, wh- who in the like? If you're a listener to this podcast and you like this, please get me in touch. Uh, get in touch with me and tell me why you like this kind of shit because there are people out there who clearly think stuff like this is is funny or gives them like a to me it makes my wee tummy all sore i would see it and go oh my god and then i start think and then i start thinking about the families that's always the worst you know people are like watching us so it's just being murdered there haha who's who's laughing at this shit who likes it you know the only sort of CCTV I like is whenever the only the only real life videos I want to see are ones where a burglar has like stolen a woman's handbag and running away and they get completely equalized like by a high kick or some guy. Just, I love that shit. That would be a fantasy of mine, catching a criminal and choking him out. Fucking, but like seeing someone be legitimately murdered. No, don't like it. I don't know why people want to see it. I don't know why there's a. Uh, a demand for this kind of stuff. I don't know why people would think it's a. See when you saying some something something. It's either would want the reaction of oh hey. I'm into that kind of stuff. Let me see it. Oh this is funny. Blah blah blah. Oh this is pretty amazing. But who actually sees that and goes oh it's classmate. Someone's just been killed. I've just seen someone have their head cut off with a chainsaw. Amazing. Like whoever does that. Do I remember a friend of mine had a video years ago. This was. And it was of like two Mexican cartel members have literally having their heads cut off with chainsaws. And it was like, I just remember, you know when you see it, you go like this. I remember like by about seven o'clock the next day, I was still sitting in the same place. Traumatized by this kind of stuff. But yet there are people, is, is that a fetish? for like weird people to like that kind of stuff the people like to see like because I know there are people out there that love it and it just freaks me out it's weird so my point is don't post on social media that you think the government are shits we all know they're shits don't and if you're so adamant about vaccines do it also don't send me stuff like that ever I don't like it I don't want to see it the only stuff I want to see is funny stuff or you know, maybe some kind of, like, Eurotrash-themed stuff, you know, maybe the odd, like, what I liked during the Euros, there was, like, a video just going about of just lots of, you know, women wearing the football shirts of the guy, of the teams in the Euros, except the football shirts were painted on their bodies, and they were just bouncing around, and it was nice to see. That would bring a smile to your face. I also like videos of dogs doing stupid things. That's a fun thing. But people being legitimately murdered in a gruesome way, horrible. I actually remember once in an old job mine, I had to watch CCTV CCTV footage of an assault, and I hated that too. That was horrendous, and I just don't need to see that. So what I'm saying is, in a working capacity, I would probably have forced myself to watch stuff that I would have to do in order to follow up on. But like in my personal relaxation time, I don't want to see people have their throats cut. Thanks or their arms broken, or falling from a great height, or even footballers breaking their legs, or people break, hate that, when Conor McGregor broke his leg, hated that, uh, to be fair, I actually hated his interview, after he broke his leg, more than hated when he broke his leg, but, you know, I just don't see that, and I don't know whether that's just the fact that, um, I'm an empathetic guy, or that I'm just like a, a an old parent man now, that I just don't want to see stuff like that, you know, maybe it is, maybe it is, do you like that sort of stuff Ben, or would it be? No, but I can just imagine you going to fill Yes, exactly. And what's this? Because then, like, this is when you, when you see stuff that you go, you know, you're lulled into false. You're like, I wonder what's going on here. Oh, fuck, I've cut his dick off. You know, you, you don't need to see that. 
you know, you don't need to see any of that stuff. And then it got me thinking about stuff like the dark web. Then you end up in a, in a real mental hole. You're like, if this is what people are seeing in the normal world, what are people doing? Why would you even go on the dark web? Like, what is on the dark web? Like, can you do me a favor? Can you, Ben, go on your computer and just Google what is the dark web? I don't want you to go on dark web because I'm getting scared. The dark web gives me the same sort of, like, heebie-jeebies as a Ouija board does. Like, don't, don't fucking do it in here. And, like, I know a Ouija board's probably stupid, but it's even the thought. You never know what's real and what's paranormal and what's good or bad or what's not until it happens. So there could be part. Who knows? What does it say, Ben? Read it out there for me and I'll turn this mic around. Go. When you access the dark web, you're not surfing the interconnected servers you regularly interact with. Instead, everything stays internal on the Tor network to provide security and privacy to everyone equally. So what I've heard goes on on the dark web in a nutshell. People buy guns, sell drugs, watch child porn and watch murder. Don't do it. All right. If you're on the dark web, weird. You know, there should be a way that if you go on the dark web, you end up in Magabri. That should just be a simple deal, I think. But yeah, the world the world is a dark place and I don't like it anymore. I don't, I, I was going to say, like, the world is dark and I don't like it anymore. Hell, no, I don't. Ben, how long have we been talking for? Because I feel like I've put a lot of energy into that. Just over 20 minutes. Just over 20 minutes. I mean, that's about fine, isn't it? To just, to talk about that kind of, st- kind of shit for. I've gone off a tangent. I had a list of things I want to talk about. First things for, let's, let's reel it back, Ben. Let's reel it back from the dark web, from the dark side, from the inappropriate videos, from the vaccinations. Let's bring it back from just the world. Let's come back. Let's return from the Valley of Darkness. The Valley of Darkness will remain where it is and we'll, we will enter into a kingdom of light. That's what we will do. This is the kingdom of light. Welcome to the kingdom of light. And what is lighter than a mascot, eh? Is there anything lighter than a mascot? And this, I said on last week's podcast, is the new mascot, the bear. Um, what did I call him? Little Bear. That was my name that I gave him. Very original, very... Um, very unique little bear, but um, I put a wee call out there on Instagram. I said to people, listen, does anybody have a suggestion as to what little bear should be called? What should his name be? And we got some answers from people. The people spoke. Suggestions were made. Some names were very good. Some names were, quite frankly, fucking shit. Some people give names and I'm like, why did you... What in, What made you think this? In the same way as I think, what made someone send a video into to, to my WhatsApp group of a woman being murdered with a knife? Like, why would anyone want to see that? There's enough horrendous things going on in the world right now that we don't know of, let alone stuff that, that, that this is going on. You know, don't need to see that too. But... The same mind process that some, you, you go, what was going on in your brain? Same sort of thought process would go on with, why did you think I would pick to call my bear like Arlene? What, why? You know, or Shane, you should call your dog Shane Todd or your bear Shane Todd. Why? Right. That'd be fucking weird. But there were some good names out there. And I need to give a couple of honourable mentions before um, I, I announce the winner and the new name of Little Bear. The um, honourable mentions include Bernard, get it? Like Bear, Bear Nard, Bernard. Um, Barack Obama was pretty good as well. I mean, this one's weird, but I liked it because of just the nature of previous book. Jim Wells. Just If he was just called Jim Wells, that'd be good now. I listened to Nolan recently and Jim Wells was on and he's just suing people left, right and centre for even daring to say anything about him. So I'm glad I'm not calling him Jim Wells. But the name that I've chosen, the best suggestion has come from friend of the show, Michael McLaughlin. And he had picked a name which I just think is tremendous for me as, a, as an Arsenal supporter and for just a pun. Dennis Burkamp. Burkamp. Get it? Bear. So this is the new name, Dennis Burkamp. Over here is the mascot of the Sly Guy podcast. And by the way, if anyone listening can produce miniature football strips, whether it be via knitting or whatever, send it here. I'll give you the address out. If you're like, get in touch with it, listen, Dave was listening to the podcast. I know 
that I can hook Dennis Burkamp up with a wee Arsenal kit, get in touch and we'll dress him and that'll be um, where we're going. And Ben's been suggesting other wee bits and bobs to get for the table to just kind of spruce it up a little bit, haven't you? The wee bits and bobs. Do you think you, you're the producer? So I need to clarify this. Would you want anything in the background or do you think the background is what it is? If we're going to decorate, we should put stuff on the desk. And what what would what would cla- what would you classify as being worthwhile to put in the background, Benjamin? I have absolutely no idea. Surprising. Okay. Well, what about that Ports? You're a big Portsmouth fan. What about the Portsmouth fan? The dresses and all the gear, and the big top. Is he dead now? Isn't he? No. Are you sure? No. <laughs> I mean, I think he is dead now. He could. He, I might have just made it up. Portsmouth fan dead. Um. Yeah. Pardon? He's alive. He is alive. Yeah. Oh wow. Nice. Maybe I have no. I just um. No, I I am a bit worried about saying that because I know I've said some things in this podcast before that um have resulted in in predictions of people dying. But yeah, it looks like he's he's still alive. John Portsmouth Football Club Westwood. Um. That's good. Oh wow. He is, on a side note, by the way, Ben, can you just put a photo of him, just for people not knowing who John Portsmouth Football Club Westwood is? Um, to get a wee photo. They didn't expect this to come up, did you, in the podcast? Get it. But a fact about this guy, right? He loves Portsmouth, and he's got apparently 60 Portsmouth tattoos, and this is the weirdest of all. He has the club crest shaved onto his head and PFC engraved on his teeth. So, you know, he loves Portsmouth. Um... And I've actually seen him, believe it or not, in real life. So I went to Portsmouth Everton game once, and he was there, just being, just being Portsmouth, really. Um, and you know what he does apart from uh, support Portsmouth? What his job is? Yeah. What you know what his job is? What is it? He owns a bookshop. Correct. He owns a bookshop. What about that? Um. Yeah, he says that when he goes to the local bookstore, he covers up his tattoos and puts on a suit. But more often than not, I end up talking about Pompey. And there you go. So, yeah. What a character. How do we get on to him? Not a baldy clue. We're talking about... What? Do you know? The beauty of the podcast. I have no idea where I went from, where that came from. The name of the bear, wasn't it? Something like that. Anyway, who knows? But, yeah, Dennis Burkamp, that's the guy we have here and someone sent me a shirt for him please that'd be would be ideal i was going to say like he was a, he's a piece of shit there um but my dog is a piece of shit i want to talk about that briefly this week as well um i know i've spoken briefly about the dog i've a, i've a a five-month-old golden retriever called Vinny, and yeah people are like who's he named after you know i went in the coffee shop and said the dog's called Vinny. and the guy in the coffee shop was like oh, after Vinny paul and i was like that's quite a a good reference, of course. The the former drummer of Pantera would enjoy that. You know, my wife would have absolutely, of course, have zero um, percent agreed to have named the dog after um, a death metal drummer. You know, speaking of which, R.I.P. Joey Jordison, a death metal drummer, passed away this week, and also Dusty Hill from ZZ Top. What a terrible week for um, musicians, but what a great week for Heaven. Heaven's band is just going to be that bit better this week after that. Um, but yeah. Um, I didn't name him after after Vinny Paul from Pantera as much as I would enjoy to. He's actually named after Vinny Guadagnino from Jersey Shore, but we'll not talk about that anymore. Um, not Vinny O. Not, not Vinny o. By the way, reference to Vinny o. Listen to the Champions League of Weird on the, on the Patreon, and you'll see all about Vinny o. Um, but but yeah, he has been a, a wanker this week. Um, obviously, when you work from home in the pandemic, things are. Or they're busy enough, you know, they're stressful enough. You can be a bit pissed off here and there with, you know, your entire life as it is and wish it was different and wish you were single and lived in a foreign country by yourself. But it is what it is. Got kids, got wife, got dog, let deal with it, right? So I was just um, sitting in my dining room doing some work and then I heard my wife just go, Fanny! And I said, like, uh-oh, what's he done? Then I discovered... And when I went to see what he had done, he had got underneath bark in our flower bed and got like weed sheet, which like stops the weeds from growing through the bark. He just got in the weed sheets 
in the flo- in the, the, the flower beds and just trailed it all the way cheat out of the flower beds, pulling up flowers, wrecking the bark, knocking the brick all down. And yeah, just not a good time. And then I'd realised he dug a massive hole in the garden as well. So he's a very white boy. You know, he's just a very white dog. He's very pale. He was just covered in brown. He was up to his arms brown, nose brown, stinking, wrecked the garden. So then I thought, oh, that's fine. And she was so wound up with him that I thought, I'll just leave her to it a minute to calm down. Then I'll go and see what's going on. So I went back into the in the room, did a bit more work. Then I heard her just go, ah! And I was like, oh, no, what's happened? Then I heard a God Almighty crash. And I was like, oh, no, what's happened? Then I went to the garden to just see, effectively, my dog doing sprints around the garden with a gas canister tied to his neck. And I was like, what the fuck's going on here? Turns out, Catherine, my wife, had decided to take it upon herself to wash the dog with the hose in the garden. And she, for some reason, thought that he would be light enough that she could tie him to a barbecue gas canister. That he would just that would keep him still, and she could just charm him, and it all would be fine in the world. And what happened, believe it or not, was obviously he's way stronger and heavier than that, and just was trailing around. Which, by the way, effectively made him a dog suicide bomber because when you've got those gas canisters, those babies can explode and basically be like a bomb. So he's just running around the garden with a dangerous um, compressed gas cylinder attached to his neck. So I mean, he was he was the dog suicide bomber. And um, we eventually stopped him. I was like, listen, why did you not just ask me for help? And she was like, I didn't think we'd need to. I thought I could just do it simply. I was like, well, guess what? You need me. Let's get him washed. So we washed him. That was fine. Got them all washed. Got them all dried. That was fine. Put him in the house. Shout at him. Be like, you're a piece of shit. This is how I, how I discipline my, my dog and my kids. I just go, listen, you're a piece of shit. You know what you've done to be a piece of shit. I don't need to say anymore. you piece of shit. So he knew what he had done. That was fine. So my wife went out for the afternoon, brought the kids with her to go to the park. Good parenting, right? And I was just working away. She's given me some time to do a bit of work, you know, focus on getting the work I needed done, done, have a bit of time away from the kids because when you have two children um, under the age of four, they just basically run around making noise constantly. You don't know where they're coming from. You don't know what's going on. Are they in pain? Are they happy? Who knows? The sound is one and of the same. So... Took them away, and I thought, sweet. So I'm just working. I just hear this, like, crunching noise. Like, hmm. Interesting sound. And I thought, oh, it sounds like he was just chewing on, like, an antler that he had. Because he just has an antler to, to dog things. And uh, I thought nothing else of it. It's grand. Went back to work. Then I heard the sound again. And I thought, doesn't really sound like his antler. His antler is quite a... Quite a dull sound, you know, so dull. This sounded like, like quite a high-pitched crunch. So I thought, I'm just overthinking here. Went back to work. Heard it again. Went right, I need to go and check on him. Went out and looked into the kitchen. He did not have his antler. He had a fluorescent pink highlighter pen, which was no longer in existence. He had eaten it. But in the process, he had also got fluorescent pink highlighter all around his face. His very white face. All around his face. All up his arms, all on his coat, all over the kitchen floor, all over the, the baby gate, stopping from escaping out of the kitchen. Place was a mess. He'd already been washed for the day. He'd already been a bad boy that day. I just thought, oh no. My first reaction was A, to cry. was then B, to phone Catherine and be like, you need to come home and get help. But my third option was, you know what, I'm going to try and deal with this myself. So I did what any guy would do in a circumstance where there's a problem you have to deal with by yourself. First thing you do, Ben, what, what's the first thing you do if there's a situation with you that you as a man need to deal with? I uh, like, can't call my wife for help. You can't call your wife for help? No, what's the first thing you would do as a man? Probably Google it. Wrong. Take your shirt off. That's what you do first and foremost. You go, right, you can't do this with your shirt on, topless. So I took my shirt off and was like, right, what do we do now? And believe it or not, you can always think a little bit better when you have your shirt off. So my first thought was, right, I need to get this guy into the bath. No, he doesn't like being washed. He caused a scene. He ran around like a like a dog suicide bomber around the garden with a bloody cancer tied to his neck. What's he going to do when you put him in the bath? Who knows, but I can't risk it. I need to A, take him up, put him in a bath, get him washed. So carry him upstairs. He's about 30 kilograms now, so he's a big boy. Got him in, ran the bath. Got a wee bit of like the, the baby 
um, Johnson & Johnson's hair shampoo. Got that in the go, washed them. Believe it or not, the uh, highlighter came off of that. So if anyone's looking to get rid of you know, pink highlighter from very white hair, does a trick. So I mean, you know, whether you have a golden retriever like myself or whether like your, your granny just likes to get a little bit wild, you can know that pink highlighter comes out of white hair. So got them in there. I must say I probably put them into the bath seven or eight times before he just jumped out and soaked the place. And then whilst he was soaking the place, everything was getting wet, I did what the second thing, what any um, man who's a problem to deal with would do. And you know what that is, Ben? What would you do? If you, first things, take your shirt off. What do you think the second thing is you would do to try to deal with the situation? Trousers. Correct. Trousers off. By this stage, I'm in my pants. Just me and him. Just a couple of hairy guys in our underwear. And by that, he's not wearing it. He's naked. I didn't want to get fully naked because that might have made things a little bit weird. But eventually got him out, carried him downstairs, covering towels, put him out the back in like utility area, and he's left him there. Never has been a sadder boy, and he knew exactly what a piece of shit he'd been. He just sat there and looked at me, like E.T., just like looking through the glass whilst I mopped the floor, cleaned everything. Problem solved. I thought, worst bad behaviour from that dog since we've got him was that. Then... The very next day, I'm in the house. He's out in the back garden. That's fine. And I think he's just playing with his toys, minding his own business. The Both the kids, again, kicking off, being fucking loud, on-the-go pricks. My wife is out somewhere, I think, or she's doing something else, maybe. I don't know, but she's, she's offside, right? So it's me and the two kids. Kids are crawling about the place. One's running around going, Aah! the baby's crawling around just eating things that she shouldn't be eating like razors why she got access I don't know but they're causing scene blah blah then I think all of a sudden where's the dog look at the back no sign of him like he's probably outside the house go look no sign of him now I'm stressed I'm like oh no what the fuck's going on then I hear my doorbell go it's my next door neighbour Carol who's an older lady she's come round to bring the dog down she's like your dog's just running around the street and I'm going fucking great the guy's going to get knocked down and die I'm going to be heartbroken Um. So I super panicked about that. He gets in, and now basically the roundabout way of saying is, I don't have a dog anymore. He's at the shelter, and that's where he's going to stay. And then he's going to be made in the casserole for Iceland, and it'll all be fine. Don't know why. Why did I even start talking about him? I don't know. I've lost my train of thought a lot today. This podcast has been all over the shop because I got annoyed about vaccines, and I got annoyed about WhatsApp chats, and that's where we're at. But anyway, if anyone wants to buy a dog, that's what I'm saying. Then wants to purchase a five-month-old golden retriever, who, to be fair, is a, is a normally a good boy. You can holler at me. Um, speaking of which, if you want to see some more of this kind of stuff and also more weird stuff, get over to the Patreon. Um, we're doing a thing, a bonus. Is it a podcast, Ben? That's another thing I meant to say to you. We have had people messaging me saying, can we do an audio version of the Champions League of Weird Only? Can you make that happen? Can you can you do previous episodes too? Could you do that? Yep. If you can do that, that'd be a real. I didn't say a real boner. Hey, see if you can do that, Ben. I'll be a real. See if you can get an audio version of the Champions League. Weird. I'll spring a route for you. What about that? Um, there we go. Done. So yeah, we can make that happen. But um, we've had the first couple of episodes now. I just want to say a wee spoiler alert. Um, the first two episodes were not how I envisioned it being. We were in a bit of a rush. We tried to get it out. We thought we were no knew what we were doing. Didn't really work. So episode three is, would you say episode three is probably the first proper episode as it should be? Yeah. And then these next ones we're recording are just going to be red hot shit fire. You know, you think COVID's going to have an effect on how your body will feel? Wait till you watch Champions League Weird. Your body will be feeling all kinds of way. You will have symptoms on symptoms. Not of COVID, but just of feeling good. And the Champions League weird. So if you want to see more of that, get on over there. I'm going to be putting together some other bonus content at the minute. We had a wee chat about it before we recorded. And we're going to do um, a wee video, aren't we, Benny? And I'm going to come to come together with with some of um, some clips from other things. And you just go over there and see. You can join for a fiver. You get access to anything. You can join for two quid and just get bonus podcasts and Champions League weird stuff. So... The choice is yours, but support that. Everything that we get from the Patreon goes into the podcast, whether that be paying Ben, stuff for the studio, mics, equipment. Again, you know what the next thing is we need, Ben? A microphone for you. 
get you mic'd up. I mean, I don't think that's going to lure any more people to listen, but hey, it's nice to just be able to hear what you've got to say, you know, especially this week because, you know, you're sick and all. It's fucking interesting, isn't it? The podcast isn't sponsored by Contigo, by the way, but I would like it to be. Um, also, by the way, we do have sponsors that I do want to talk about in the podcast, but we also want to put a reach out there that we want other sponsors. You know, we would like to take more people on board. And by more people on board, I want to specifically target the coffee industry. I want to have a coffee sponsor because that's what I love. I love coffee. I love no pubes. I love Mexican burritos. And I love beer. So add coffee into that. Um, and we'll go for that. So if anyone wants to sponsor the podcast, get in touch with Ben via, do we have, don't we have a podcast email address? Would do, but you've forgotten the password. Slagipodcast at gmail.com. But you'll figure it out. Reset the password, Ben. And if anyone just check that from time to time, be fine. But sponsors we do have, it's very exciting this week because guess what, Benjamin? The Sly Guy Podcast is delighted to be brought to you, as usual, by Bebe Adriano's Mexicanos, a multi-award winning burrito bar on the high street in Bangor. You know what it does? Everything you want. There's a video actually of the on the over on the Patreon of me going around there to taste some of their best stuff. And I tell you what, if that doesn't get you in the mood to try some delicious burritos, I do not know what will. They are renowned for their burritos as well as for their box meals. The trademark box meal is of course called the Dirt Box. And Ben, you know what's in the Dirt Box? Half chips, half rice, chicken, chili con carne, beef, pulled pork, peppers, onions, tomato salsa, sweet corn salsa, and cheese. What else do you want? Now, I will say that they are actually mathematically incorrect by what they say there because they said half chips, half rice, which would indicate that's half chips and half rice, which would mean a whole thing. So really what they're saying, half and half, would mean it would just be a box of chips and rice, but they lied. There's more on top of that, and it's delicious. And what else is delicious? It's a dirty cock and cow in your mouth. Isn't that right, Ben? The marinated steak, Mexican chicken, fries, sweet potato fries, peppers, onions, tomato, corn salsa, and lettuce with a sauce of your choice. And by the way... The lettuce is delicious too, not just plain lettuce. There's some sort of like light marinade over it. And I remember eating it and I was in in, in Bebe Adriano's and I remember saying to Fraze, who uh, runs the show, I said, Fraze, what is this? And he goes, I can't tell you, I'd have to kill you. And I went, all right, okay, very funny. He went, no, seriously, it's my secret and it's none of your fucking business. But what I think is you need to get down to Bebe Adriano's. You need to try it and you say, Davey sent you and then... You need to just get either the dirty cock and cow box or what's it we get you got that I had in the radio? It was amazing. The salt and chili chicken. Jesus wept. Unbelievable. Get down. If you want 10% off, um, get their app. It's bespoke. Bebe Adriano's app available on the App Store and on all the Android um, devices. You get 10% off with your first order. Or if you want to be old school, you want to order it in, pick up the phone and dial 02 at 9147 That's 02 at 9147 88 say Davey sent you say you listen to the podcast get it into you had a couple of listeners this week get in touch and say they went to fill their mouths full of dirty cock and they loved it and they also went to Bebe Adriano's also loved it check that out guys this is an exciting week because support for the Slag Eye podcast is brought to you again obviously by our friends at Manscaped who are the best in below the belt male grooming but things just went up a notch because this week we have received the brand new, never before seen on the Slag Eye podcast, Lawnmower 4.0. This is not 3.0, this is 4.0. There is nothing that can shave your pubic hair better than this. Ben, nothing. There is not a tool on this earth that can shave your balls better than the Lawnmower 4.0. This has launched all across Europe. You heard that right, the 4.0. You guys need to join over the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. With this exclusive offer, you can get 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code SLYGUY at Manscaped. Man, I know that my balls are sleek and smooth. Ben touches them every week to be like, they're smoother than mahogany. And this week, he didn't actually know if he was stroking my balls or stroking some sort of, like, mystic crystal ball was that smooth wasn't it Ben like well, how would you describe the experience of stroke my balls this week 
arousing, but not in the way that it was friction making you arouse. It was just such a splendid experience. It's like some have said touching my balls after I've used the lawnmower 4.0 is like touching the hand of the Pope. People have said it is that much of a life-changing experience. Now, you know, I would imagine once you touch hands with the Pope and he maybe passes you on to some of his, like, pals, that, yes, scrotums will be touched, but they'll not be scrotums. It'll be as smooth as mine, having used the lawnmower 4.0. This fourth-generation trimmer features cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents, thanks to their even more advanced skin-safe technology. Like, I am confident shaving my balls without just pulling it into a snag, like a like just a hand into a rotary blade. I'm feeling amazing. The lawnmower 4.0 even allows you to customise your trim with additional guard lengths, sizes 1 to 4. And by the way, the coolest thing that I've found about this, there's actually a wireless charger. So you can charge this baby up. You can actually charge the charging portal on this, which looks like some sort of teardrop. Like gangster. And you just pop in the charger, and it can just charge on the go which will help the battery length last even longer guys this is unbelievable if you want to just have the best time in the world in the shower with your shaver get over to manscaped.com use the code slyguy to get 20% off and free shipping that's slyguy off free shipping and by the way how nice is the new artwork the Ben's put along the bottom here very sexy isn't it Ben the new logo that's appeared there we go very sexy manscaped pay me more Modest Beer also sponsors the podcast if you want to know more about Modest Beer get in touch via social media Instagram Facebook Twitter at Modest Beer or go to the website www.modestbeer.co.uk and find your nearest stockist wow guys before we get into the listeners questions tickets are still available for my big show Pillow Talk at the Ulster Hall this is going to be the greatest moment of my stand-up career. So if you want to be part of that and you want to experience, if you want to experience a man with a shorn scrotum telling stories of your, get yourself tickets. It's looking more increasingly likely that the show will go ahead, which is great, the full capacity. So get your tickets. They're selling well. They're selling out. And if you want to be part of it, get on there. And if you don't, you know what? Fuck off. You know, you can just go fuck yourself. I don't even want you near me anyway. All right? Listeners' questions. Patrick Quinn has said, if you could have a pint with any human that's ever lived, who would you choose and what would you like to ask them? Hmm. That's a tough question because, I mean, there are plenty of people I would like to have a beer with and lots of questions you could ask. You know, there's people people probably would want to say, like some real, like, I bet you Barack Obama's a big popular one. I bet you, like, how did you do this? How did you do that? I would maybe pick Jimmy Savile, you know, the infamous Jimmy Savile, and just say to him, do you remember being squirted by me with a water pistol at the Mr. Battle in Jersey in 2002? And then hopefully he would say yes, and I'd be like, you fucking ad- that's that's for everyone you've fucked up, Jimmy. Now go back to being dead, you piece of fucking shit. Um... The sensei, John Joe Flood, has said, driving home from taking the pup to Stormont yesterday. On the way home, I drove past Tucker Bay's. So my question is, is there a finest establishment in all of NI? Now, Ben, didn't we talk about, did I, did, did we talk about Tucker Bay's or did I talk, did I talk about Tucker Bay's on one of the episodes of Dave Elliott's Weird Podcast back in the day before the Sly Guy Podcast amalgamated to become that? Did I talk? Tucker Bay's was a great spot with some of the best um, interactions between establishments and restaurants out there. Um, is there a finer establishment in all of NI than Tucker Bay's? In terms of classicness, probably not. In terms of product, for sure, 100%. Dr. Daniel Gillen, the doctor, has been in touch. and uh, Sorry. Um, I just feel like I'm losing my voice again. I haven't done this much talking since I lost my voice. Um, the doctor's been in touch and he said, any advice for a best man speech? Ooh. No, I mean, I don't know if I'm that experienced a guy to give advice for a best man speech. Only joking, I've done three because I'm that good a guy. Um, yeah, my advice is simple. For a best man speech, first and foremost, you have to remember... 
it is not about you being funny. And that's the hardest thing that I've ever been told in my life. Whenever I was doing best man speech at a wedding, the one of the brides-to-be said to me, Dave, this is my day, not yours. I've seen you do stand-up before. I know you like to kill, but don't be killing on my wedding day. And I said, what do you mean? It's like, just make sure that you know the the, the speeches are but a little bit of icing on a cake. You know, it's not the most important bit of day. Even if the speeches are shit, the day can still be great. So don't be giving out, you know, don't be mugging off the bride, especially the bride. Don't be mugging off the groom too hard. Give him a bit of light ribbon. But remember, your role is to make the day better, not ruin it. So that's my advice to the best man speech. Unfortunately, put keep the funny in your back pocket for when you need it. But, you know, don't go too deep into it Michael Kerr said hey Dave what do you think of Cal the Dragon I don't know who Cal the Dragon is and Ben has already flashed me that we've been talking too long so I'm not even going to look that up Johnny Bow says if you could be in any boy band from the 90s which one would it be he's 17 Jack Core says at the Fela will there be more fights in the crowd than the boxing no Dempster says fuck's sake hope I haven't missed this no you haven't my question is what is your all-time favourite purchase? Something that you got really excited about, apart from Swastika Lights for Christmas, of course. Well, I mean, I've purchased lots of things. The thing that's probably got me most excited... I know. <laughs> I don't know. There's been so many things. You know, that's a good question, and if I hadn't spoke so much shit on this podcast already, I would have answered. But, I mean, I think all I want to say is that the best present is your presence. That a smooth sea does not make a skilled sailor and that you just need to rise up keep your shoulders back keep the chin up and just walk forward and be positive in life guys what a podcast i don't know whether it's been good or bad i don't know whether me talking shit and being angry has come across well or made me look like a piece of shit i don't care don't comment on my videos <laughs> if you don't like them and by the way shit rate and review the podcast i'm so close to sucking my own dick so um if you can uh, hit me up with another um, with another review, that would be really great. Let me just go and read the last review to close off the podcast. It's from Johnny Max, and he has said this is the best podcast in North Down. I mean, now, I always say leave things specifically for North Down, but, I mean, in terms of this, you could just say this is the best podcast in the country, Johnny, no worry. Um, and Johnny said simply that the last person to ask their own D was Marilyn Manson, and he turned out all right. Don't read the news, Johnny, because Marilyn, yeah. But anyway, guys, please read and review. We're so close to that 200 mark. I'll suck one dick if we get there. Cheers. See you next week. I'm the slack guy.